It feels like it's been forever. Holy. What is going on, everyone? I'm super excited to get back behind this microphone. And normally, I will say, not that I'm not excited to get behind the microphone, but, eh, you know, it's just like, I feel like I have to do it. And I always enjoy getting behind it anyway, even if I feel like I have to do it. But today feels just a little bit different. I don't know why. There's really no structure to this episode, to be honest with you. I really don't have, I don't have any talking points whatsoever. I just finally have some time to record an episode and just talk to you guys. You know, give maybe a little life update, a little content update, YouTube situation, all that kind of good stuff. So let me start it off by saying that, you know, I'm in a new job now. Uh, it's, it's pretty time consuming, obviously like all jobs are, but you know, it's most, it's during the day work and stuff now. And it's been taking up a lot of my time. I've I've been, I've been very tired. I've been waking up really early and my body's just, I, I need to get adjusted to it. Like I was telling my friends the other day, I'm on that, uh, asleep by 10 PM and up by six, even on my off days. And that's not even when I wake up. I usually wake up about 445 or so to get to work. And I'm not complaining this job so far. I mean, I haven't seen the entirety of it yet. I haven't really technically got out to the field yet, but this job has been fantastic so far. I love all the people. I love the job itself. Everything is great about it so far and uh, super excited, super humbling, uh, a really great time in my life. Just really happy with the whole job situation. I don't even mind like Like when I used to, and this isn't even a knock on my old job, but when I used to wake up on Sundays, Sunday was my only early day at my other job. I used to, you know, have to wake up at 4.45 to go in and I used to be miserable the entire day. Maybe it's because it was a Sunday, but you know, it just sucked. But now I, I, I'm just super excited that I get to wake up and go to my job. But anyway, uh, you know, a couple quick updates, nothing, this episode's not going to be too long. Just got some stuff that I want to talk about, you know, see how everyone's doing, give everyone an update on how I'm doing. I know that I haven't, I haven't posted, when did I, okay, so this episode with Nuck, and we will talk about Nuck in a little bit, this episode came out February 12th, what is today, the 23rd, so that was 11 days ago that that episode came out, and it did really, really well, actually one of the best performing episodes I've had in some time, so thank you 
very much for your support on that. But that was also recorded, I believe, like three days before it came out, or two or three days before it came out. So really, I haven't been on the microphone um, recording a podcast in a little in a little while. I know that I classify a little while as basically more than a week. And I know some people classify it differently, but I will say something that is exciting that you will be able to hear before that episode comes out is I was just on uh, an episode with my friend Jimmy from the Far End of the Bench podcast. And let me tell you, that was a great conversation. So um, by the time that this episode comes out, I am recording this. It is 830 on Wednesday night. So this will be out and you'll probably be listening to it by Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon. Um, it won't be out yet. That episode with Jimmy and I for, for the far end of the bench podcast will be out, um, on Friday around one o'clock. And then the YouTube version, he said, will probably be out later on in the afternoon. So when the video is finally, not the video, when the episode is finally out and ready to go, I will link it in the description below this episode. Uh, Jimmy's a great guy. I never met Jimmy before. Well, I mean, technically haven't met. That was over Zoom. Jimmy's a great guy, and uh, the far end of the bench is really, really cool. Uh, they are based out of Denver, Colorado, I believe. Uh, I know that it is out of Colorado, but I just don't know where exactly in Colorado. But I believe he said Denver, and uh, it was just a super cool conversation. It was a little bit over an hour. We talked. Uh, he's a Bengals fan, actually. Pretty cool story. And uh, we were talking about football, we were talking about the Super Bowl, what's the plans for, you know, just content, all that kind of stuff. It was a great chat, and I really appreciated him having me on. And we just actually started, I put out a, I guess if you want to say, I put out like a like like a job posting. Uh, I've been tweeting a lot more from my PTV Sports Network account. I don't usually tweet from there, but I've been doing a lot of like, daily random questions sports obviously related uh so like today uh what was this uh start bench cut and then i had a picture of joe burrow lamar jackson and justin herbert this is just me i would start joey b i'd bench justin herbert and then i'd cut lamar jackson but that's just based off of this year Uh, i know a lot of people in the comments have said oh well i'm gonna take the mvp but uh you know the mvp hasn't come close to the super bowl yet so i don't know joe burrow Went to the Super Bowl without an offensive line, and then Justin Herbert is lighting up the NFL in his first two years, and probably has one of the prettiest deep balls in the NFL already after his second year. But nevertheless, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. But I ask questions like that. That's the question that I asked today. Um, I think a question I asked. Le- I, I didn't. I didn't ask one for a little while before today. But oh, one of them was um, name. Name an athlete on your favorite sports team that doesn't get enough love that he should. And then another one I did last week was if you were to have, uh, I think it was uh, any athlete, past or present, that you'd like to have a conversation with. And an overwhelming majority of people said Muhammad Ali. Me, personally, I said Mariano Rivera just because I know people that have met Mariano Rivera and said that he is like the nicest guy ever and offers just an incredible conversation also, another popular uh, answer for me would prop my runner-up would probably be Mike Tyson. Uh, that man just lived like an incredible life. Uh, I, I think that that would be a, an awesome thing, an awesome person to talk about. 
And then I know that it's not sports related, but the person that I would that I would pick as my third would probably be Joey Diaz. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but I know a lot of people who are listening that are friends of mine know Joey Diaz, know how much I love him. And uh, I would love to talk shop with that man one day. But yeah, I've just been posting a lot more on there, uh, getting back to what I was saying before I went on that little tangent. Um. And I posted basically like a job, like a job posting saying, hey, like, I'm uh, uh, not that I'm running out of ideas, but I just like haven't had really the time to record a podcast episode. But if I had something scheduled, it would afford me the time. So I said, hey, if there's any small creators that are uh, out there looking to collaborate on on a podcast episode, I'd be happy to have you guys on. I'd be happy to go on vice versa, whatever it is. I would just love to you know, get out there and talk to more people. So Jimmy, I actually have, uh, how many takers? One, two, three, four, five, six, so seven takers. So I'm organizing seven different things. Um, the bearded wholesome and all things Baltimore podcast. I, he will be coming on on Sunday. I have him booked for, and then I have another one on Sunday booked let me see. This is, that is not the one that I'm looking for. Uh, that is also not the, oh, and, uh, who is this man right for off the ball network? So, uh, he does a lot of basketball. He also is a big Dallas Cowboys fan. And I'm really excited that I'm getting like a different perspective. Like I just talked with a guy who's a Cincinnati Bengals fan that his team was just in the Super Bowl. Then on Sunday, I'm going to be talking to a Baltimore Ravens fan. And then later on, on Sunday, I'm going to be talking to a Dallas Cowboys fan. So it's really cool to get that type of perspective from different fan bases. It doesn't have to be football, uh, but it's just a, it's good to get perspective from other areas of the nation just in general. And I'm super excited about those talks because not only um, – are we going to be talking about just, you know, everything? A lot of talk nowadays is about NFL draft. And I just so happened to do a mock draft already for all three of those teams. So I talked in the episode with um, with Jimmy that I just recorded that will be out on Friday. I talked about the Cincinnati Bengals mock draft. We talked a little mock draft going on there. We talked draft content. We talked about the Jets, you know, what I expect from the draft, from the Jets, all that kind of stuff. And then I'll be sure to bring up the Dallas Cowboys mock draft that I did. And the Baltimore Ravens mock draft I did, um, whether they're outdated or not, I mean, not really. I've, I did all of them within the month, so they should still be okay. But, you know, I just like to get other people's perspective, and, and I'm, I'm more than happy to be talking with other people. And I think I'm going to try and incorporate a lot more of that on this show. And I definitely want to have Jimmy on as well. I want to return the favor. He was really awesome. I always go into um, a guest appearance, if you will, or having a guest on my show with the glass full, not even half full. Like I am full send ready to go. I'm always happy to have someone on. Uh, and I always think it's going to be great. And more often than not, I'd say about 90% of the time, it is an awesome episode. Um, and I think I have deprived the listeners of more conversation based talks. And I know that recently I'm going to pull up the episodes. Now I know I've been doing more, I guess I don't want to say collaborations, but I've been having more guests on, I guess. Uh, let's see my last three of my last four have had knock on, which, like I said, we're going to talk a little bit about knock 
later on. Uh, I had my friend Ryan Gallagher on to talk about the Jets draft. That was really cool. And then, of course, I had Matthew on for the episode 100. So, you know, I, I guess having those guys on three of the last four episodes really made me miss having conversations with other people. Um, not only about sports, just in general, because basically the conversations I had with Nuck and Matthew were not sports related at all. So um, I, I I enjoyed that. Uh, hold on, let me take a sip of my beer. Oh, I needed that. Um, yeah, so that's in terms of the podcast, that's really what I'm going to be gearing towards. Um, not much to talk about other than the NFL draft, really. As you guys know, I do like basketball, but I don't really talk basketball that much. And I know March Madness is coming up, so maybe I'll do a bracket, um, on YouTube and then I'll post the audio clip to, you know, the podcast. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like if, if I don't know, I also told this to, to Jimmy as well. I said that, Hey, he goes, you know, are you going to be doing, uh, college basketball takes and all that. And I said, I would love to, but if I don't know everything, everyone who listens to this that knows me personally knows how obsessive I am when it comes to knowing the facts. I don't just spit shit out of my ass. Like I'm, I'm everything that I say or my opinions that I formulate are basically fact based and they have a factual backing to them if they're not fact based. So I told him, I said, with all due respect, if I don't know something about all 68 teams that are involved in the NCAA tournament, more often than not, I'm not going to blow smoke and I'm not going to uh, make content about it. But, you know, a bracket doesn't necessarily have to be uh, numbers based, as we all know that everyone's bracket is basically busted after the first day. So I think it would just be fun. Maybe I'll just go mostly upsets this year and see what happens, because I feel like every year. I feel like every year I wind up picking like Gonzaga or Kansas or Baylor. And I'm just like, uh, why can I ever have someone that's ranked below a one as, as my winner? But you know, that's, that's basically how it works, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see how much time I'm afforded, uh, as the, the, as March madness comes closer and closer, but yeah. So a lot of the stuff that you guys are going to get is going to be a bunch of collaborations, um, once the draft season comes a little bit closer, uh, I will be doing a full, I'll be doing a full first round mock draft and then I will be doing a full seven round mock draft. Now I know Ethan is listening cause he said that he was dying for some content. So I will give him some context and what I've been, uh, planning to do if I am afforded the time. So once I am done with the 32 NFL team drafts, which I'm up to number 23. I actually have to record the 23rd one right after this episode. Um, just give you a sneak peek because it'll be out tomorrow at 7 anyway. It is the Green Bay Packers. And I got to be honest with you, this is one of my favorite ones that I've done. I think I've hit almost every single pick on the head. I've nailed every single pick, I feel like, in my opinion. And if you guys are interested in checking that out and you don't subscribe to the YouTube channel yet, go to youtube.com or your YouTube app. Go to the search bar and hit PTV Sports Network and my face will be there in cartoon form, but it will be there. Uh, Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to hit that notification bell because the notification bell will be important in the next upcoming months. I will tell you why when I have the idea more formulated, but it's a great idea. 
and I'm really excited for it. And that's all I'm going to say on that part. But uh, yeah, once I'm done with the 32 team mock drafts, I'm probably going to be moving over to a 2021 NFL draft redraft. So obviously, by the way, the content that I'm talking about right now isn't necessarily in order. It's just a bunch of ideas that I have. So I would like to do that. Those were the first episodes. Those were the first videos that actually got me on the map, quote unquote, as a YouTube channel or my redraft videos. Um, So I think that that would be the most relevant. And I think that there were a lot of rookies this year that played really well. And there were a lot of rookies this year that played awful that were drafted in the first round. So I think a redraft would be pretty necessary. I also want to give NFL like draft class grades for each team. So what my draft grade will be comprised of is just the draft itself. All the picks that they made on draft weekend. I'm not talking about undrafted free agents because that's not a draft class. If you ask me, I know a lot of people classify undrafted free agents in draft classes, but that's exactly what they are. They were not drafted and they are a free agent. You didn't draft them. You signed them. And then after that, I would like to do uh, team grades in general for the the season itself. I know that that's going to be super late, but it is what it is. You can't rush uh, perfection, and I know that my stuff isn't perfect by any means, but it has to be perfect up to my standards. So that's audio quality, uh, time, explanations. I don't half-ass any of my explanations. As you guys know, if you watch my draft content, uh, everything is well thought out and everything has a reason. I don't just go... Hey, I want the Jets to trade, you know, every single one of their picks for Dak Prescott and then just never give a reason why. You know, that's stupid. That's bad content. I hate when people do that. So and they skirt the issue, too. But I never do that. And um, so that's really what I have on the horizon in terms of YouTube. Uh, I know I haven't given you guys a, a YouTube update. So I will give you the YouTube update now. Uh, for those, I, I don't think I've given an update in a really long time, but I know the last time I gave an update, it was, I don't even remember what episode it was, but it was a while ago. It was probably in December, I'd say the last time. So I know that at that point it was around, hovering around, I'd say 960. So I was at 960 subscribers around that point. I didn't hit my year-end goal of 1,000 subscribers, but the last two-plus months has made up for it, and then a million times more. The draft videos just really started catching fire. I started getting hit hit up in YouTube recommendeds, uh, you know, YouTube playlists, uh, recommended videos. I know that from looking at the analytics, my videos are recommended near Broshimo who is a guy who does a lot of uh, NFL draft content. Bengal, who is a huge uh, YouTuber. Uh, uh, he does video games. He does MLB The Show. He does Madden. You know, he he does NCAA. Uh, he does NFL mock draft stuff. So to see my name next to those guys being a small creator was a crazy thing. And it has ballooned the uh, YouTube page. And I'm now... I'm now in the YouTube partnership program. I make money off of my YouTube videos now. That was never the goal, but it was certainly a milestone, and I definitely hit that milestone. I'm at 1,473 subscribers now, uh, an incredible number that if you would have told me just a little bit over two years ago that I would be getting paid to talk about something that I love, 
really for no reason, I, I would have said that you were absolutely crazy. So the fact that that sentence was just uttered out of my mouth and is a factual statement is absolutely crazy. I mean, what can I say? It, everyone who's listening right now has been a supporter since day one. And, you know, if this is your first time ever listening to me, I apologize that I'm just talking about myself and not really sports. Uh, but thank you for tuning in. And it's much appreciated. And your your support goes a really, really long way. I don't think you guys realize how far your support goes. Uh, you know, it's it's been crazy. It really has been crazy. I don't think I've ever processed it. I wanna, I'm a type of guy that just kind of, oh, cool, and just like lets it go and rolls with it. But I never really stop and smell the roses. And I think that uh, stopping and smelling the roses now would be would 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 make sense you know it, it's an incredible achievement and um i don't want to say people have laughed at me but i've always been kind of embarrassed to say that yeah in my free time i have a youtube channel uh you know because it's something that's not really still accepted by our society like this is not a viable income source or at least people don't think it is in our in our society and i'll be the first one to tell you i'm a i'm a, a joe schmo i mean I, I'm going to be working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. Don't get me wrong. Like I can't live off of what I make on YouTube. But for some people, like I have less than 1,500 subscribers. There are people that have, there are people that have bought houses that have as little as 100,000 subscribers. So it is certainly possible to make a, to a, a, a more than sustainable income off of this platform. I think that a lot of people think don't think it's hard work and I'll be the first one to tell you, hold on. I'll be the first one to tell you that my dinky little videos that literally take me if I write a script, record it and put it all together on iMovie, <laughs> if it takes me maybe 3 hours if I'm fully engaged, that's a lot. There are people that spend days on their content and professionally film these videos and 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 work countless hours or up every single night, you know, just grinding and grinding. And I think it's funny that people don't think that that's work because it certainly is. Don't get me wrong. There are some people that are like, you know, I, I don't like to knock any YouTuber because I know how hard it is. And I can only imagine that it gets harder with success. But, you know, Jake Paul, like, you know, Jake Paul you know, just basically puts a camera in his face and posts it to YouTube and gets God knows how many views. But, you know, he earned that audience is what I'm trying to say. There, there, Nothing has been given. I mean, you could say that something has been given to him, but I don't really think it has. Everything has been basically earned. And I'm not just talking about Jake Paul. I'm talking about some of my, fa my favorite YouTubers. Philion, fitness content, earned. You know, original 151, Vinny. Earned 100%. One of the hardest working guys I've ever had the pleasure not to meet, but I hope to meet someday. It's so funny how like you hope to meet someone your age and, and like, you know, and just, I just want to shake his hand and be like, dude, I see how hard you work. Like that's so admirable. And all he is is a YouTuber, but it, that's the bad statement right there is all he is is a YouTuber. The guy probably makes a lot more money than the, definitely makes more money than me, you know, probably makes more money than the majority of the people listening right now. It's just the way that it is, but he grinded and he's been on YouTube for like eight years now, eight years. He took a chance on himself and, 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 you know, turned it into his own empire 
and he has his own house. He has a Tesla. He has everything, and it's all earned because of the, the work that he did. So I think it's crazy that people think that just because you have a podcast or you have a YouTube channel, you know, it, it's not a viable thing. It's stupid. It's just a hobby. It's a stupid hobby to have. If you're making stupid content, yeah, all right, I guess it's a stupid hobby. But if you're trying to become something or trying to make something or trying to make a name for yourself and you grind and you grind and you grind and you and you do make something out of it, that is that is ultimate. I mean, like I said, I haven't even still processed the fact there's been so much going on in my life and I'm not even trying to sound like a busybody. There's just been so much going on the last couple months that when I hit a thousand subscribers or or when I got the email that I was uh, being monetized on YouTube, I was like, okay, that's cool. It's only going to get harder from here. That was the only thing that I was thinking of. And I was like, all right, now I have to work harder to uh, get better. And I love that. But at the same time, that takes time. So I didn't even have time to process as when I got the email, I was already in the middle of making another video. So like, I, I didn't even know it was coming, but I just knew that I had to get that video out. So it, it's just, it's something that I don't think a lot of people talk about, especially from the YouTube side of it. And I'm not going to sit here and try and tell you that I'm an influencer or anything like that because I'm not, you know? There are people with millions of sub subscribers, millions of subscribers, and you go up to a random person on the street and you're like, hey, who's Logan Paul? And they'll be like, hey, I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? So what makes you think that you're going to walk up to someone on the street and go, hey, do you know Peter? He has 1,500 subscribers, less than 1,500 subscribers. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Unless you're talking to my next door neighbor, <laughs> they're not going to know who I am. So all in all, I know I went on a little bit of a crazy tangent there, but I think I could finally say that if someone says, hey, what's your hobby or what do you do in your spare time? And I say, hey, I make YouTube videos. I'm not embarrassed of saying that anymore because it is something that uh, I'm very passionate about. It's something that uh, a lot of people enjoy. A lot of people don't enjoy. But you know what? At the end of the day, your feedback just makes me try and get better. I'll be honest with you. There are some times where like, I don't feel like making a video and then I'll see like a bad comment or something, or I'll see like I, I a couple, I'll give you for instance, on Friday, I was sitting at my, not, not Friday, sorry, on Saturday, I was eating breakfast and I got a, I got a YouTube studio notification from some guy literally trashing my video to no end about, uh, sorry, well, about, um, that's what happens when you drink beer while you're recording, uh, Bernard Ryman, the tackle from central Michigan that I mock draft to the Cincinnati Bengals with their first pick at number 31 overall. Dude, trash me. Now, granted, this man thought I didn't do any research. When, in fact, every single – I know every sing, pretty much every single prospect in this upcoming draft class, like the back of my hand. Do not test me on that. That's something that I definitely take – I take offense to if you're going to say that I do not do my research because I know that there's a lot of people that are listening right now that probably laughed at that when when they heard – Oh, yeah, you don't do your research. Bitch, I spend the majority of my day looking at fucking film on people that I, I have no idea who they are, but I'm going to know who they are by the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So I and I knew who Bernard Raymond was before that because I watched the Senior Bowl and I watched all the highlights of all the of of all the practices. And this guy goes, he was getting thrown around. He was doing terrible. Granted, he didn't do great. But I'm not going to let one senior bowl performance deter determine what I think of a prospect. So 
what I really did was I looked at the training. I looked at the, the practices. I looked at the game. He didn't really play great throughout that, you know, throughout the game. He didn't play that great throughout the training camp. But I went back and I looked at his tape from this past year. And I looked at the tape from the year before that. And then, you know what? I even went back and looked at the tape two years ago when he was a fucking tight end. Yeah, he was a tight end that converted converted from a tight end to an offensive tackle and is considered a first-round prospect. That's pretty damn crazy. And the tools are definitely there. So, you know what? I just didn't say anything. I was like, you know what? Yeah, man, you're right, totally, because I just didn't feel like arguing with someone over something that I already knew that I did. So I don't have to prove anything to to that guy. I don't have to prove anything to myself, but I just told him, you know, thanks for his input, and uh, it's noted. And I, I feel like whenever I respond to a, a YouTube comment that's kind of nasty with that kind of, like, response, the person always goes back on what they said because he was like, you know, I'm just trying to help you out. Like, you know, it, it was a good video, and I'm just like, this man literally trashed me for, like, a whole paragraph. And then he's going to be like, yeah, you know, the video wasn't that bad. So, you know, a lot of people just go back on what they said. If if you If you show them the respect... Because they're always looking to get something out of you. Like, I've gotten comments. Like, one guy called me racist one time because I picked, oh, with the Washington football team, excuse me, the Washington Commanders mock draft, I picked Kenny Pickett with the 11th pick. And he he literally commented, he goes, yeah, you would pick a white quarterback, you racist. And I'm like, what? The f- like, what? People are just trying to get something out of you. Like, if you don't pay any mind to it, they're never going to comment again. Like, that was just such a stupid com- comment. Because you know what? If Kenny Pickett was black, I would still pick him in the same spot. No difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, that's just a stupid argument. But anyway, like, people just try and get something out of you. And if you just, if you treat them with respect, then they're going to feel bad. And I've noticed that all the time. And I, I, that's not why I treat people with respect in the comment section. Uh, I, they were, this is the way I look at it. They were gracious enough to take the time out of their day. To watch my video now was with that with malicious intent or open-minded perspective to each his own. If they're going to click on it and they don't like the first two words that comes out of my mouth, there's no getting back from it. It doesn't matter. I could pick if they don't like that first pick, they, I the next seven picks could be hall of famers when it's all said and done. They are going to hate that draft regardless of what I say after that. Because it's subjective. If you don't like my first pick, I'm automatically discredited. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. I fully understand the risks. And then there are people that are going to trash you in the comment section. You know what? You took the time out of your day to watch my video and then to take the time out of your day to comment on my video. So you know what? I am someone that doesn't really do that. I think if I've commented on 100 YouTube videos in my life, it's a lot. I'm going to say 95% of the people that watch YouTube videos don't comment shit. So the fact that you took even more time out of your day to comment something, whether it be nice, whether it be mean, whether it be, you know, helpful, whether you tell me I'm ugly. Thanks anyway. You know, it doesn't bother me. Seriously, it doesn't bother me. I'm probably winning more in life than you are. So it definitely doesn't bother me. And that's what I tell myself all the time. That's what you got to tell yourself because... There, don't get me wrong. There are some days where I, you definitely get more bad comments than good ones. And it's, it's you start scratching your neck a little bit and you're like, oh, all right, kind of got to me a little bit. 
but you just got to brush it off and you just got to say, you know what, I'm better off in, in life than that guy and I know more than he does. That's just the way I look at it. That guy, Maybe that's a bad way to think about it. Maybe it's a great way to think about it. I don't know. But that's what I have to say on that matter. I know that went on like a crazy like 20-minute tangent right there just talking about YouTube. But like I said, there's really no structure in this episode. I don't really have anything for you guys when it comes to sports. Um, I will say one thing is that the MLB lockout is not looking good. I heard that if they don't reach an agreement by the deadline of February 28th, then they definitely will be um, canceling games and those games will not be made up. So I'm hoping that they get done before that because I want to see a full 162 game schedule. And the only reason why that this is happening is the owners are probably stalling so that they don't have to pay the players because as games get canceled, the players don't get paid. So there's no income coming in. They don't want to pay the players. That's just what it basically comes down to. A man that has more money that he could count in his entire lifetime. I think it takes... I I have to look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. It takes a really long time to count to a million, I'm pretty sure. Let's see. How long... How long does it take to count to a million? Let's see. It takes 11 days to count to a million. And that's probably straight. And, even better, it would take you 30 years to count to a billion. Okay, so, how... Alright, let's do a little experiment. Let's do a fun experiment here. How... What is Steve Cohen's net worth? Steve Cohen is worth $11.8 billion. I feel like that's low. I feel like it was more than that. Anyway, 11.8 times 30. It would take Steve Cohen 354 years to count his net worth. Non-stop, 24 hours a day. No Thanksgiving, no Christmas, no New Year's, no bathroom breaks. You're counting for 365 days. For 354 years. That's how much money that guy has. It would literally not be worth his time. To pick up a hundred dollar bill if he dropped it on the floor. There are people in New York that would murder someone else for a hundred dollar bill that's on the floor. Let's just put that into perspective. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. And some those stats... I. Someone who has a lot of money doesn't bother me. Like, I don't understand why people are like, yeah, you know, let's spread the wealth. It's like, fucking earn your own money, guy. Like, that guy earned his money. Like, Jeff Bezos having, like, 800, you know, shestillion dollars. That doesn't bother me. I don't care. He earned it, sort of, kind of, really. You know, whatever. I would do the same thing if I was in his spot, and I know you would, too. So, you know, you're not that great, then, (laughs) if you would do the same thing. But I just think it's so funny that, like, those stats that, like, billionaires have where it's like, it would would not be worth, you know, he makes more money in 30 seconds than you do in six months. It's like, all right, that's great for him. You know, like, I think those stats are so funny. Um, 
And it's just, it, it truly is crazy. Like the value of numbers, how like, like it, it's funny how I said that it takes 11 days to count to a million and then 1 billion takes 30 years. Like that, that's, that's funny. Um, I don't know what the fuck I'm even talking about in this episode, to be honest with you. I'm just trying to have some fun. Hopefully I'm trying, I'm passing the time for you guys. I, I know a lot of people listen on their car rides. Like I said, it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, probably going to be wrapping up within the next couple minutes only because I do have a couple other recordings to do and Papa's got to get to bed early because he's an old man. It's 9.08 right now. going to try and get to bed and watch a little bit of my Demon Slayer uh, before I go to bed. I fucking love anime. You know what's funny? This will probably be my last point. Um, big fan of anime. Uh, I owe that to my girlfriend's brother, Alex, who, I don't know. I don't even know how I even got into it. But he said, if you're going to watch an anime, he was like, start with Attack on Titan, because it's the most relevant, and there's a lot of stuff going on right now. So I said, all right. So I sat down one day. I think I, I, I mulled it over for a couple like weeks. I finally sat down one day. I had some time. This was last, last April, I want to say. So I'm coming up on a year of watching anime now. Um... So I sat down and I was like, all right, actually, I think I know when it was. No, no, it was before that. Never mind. I was going to say it's because I failed a physical test for my job and I got really sad, but I had the rest of the day off. So I was like, I'm just going to treat myself by watching anime. Um, That was not the first day though. But anyway, I watched it and I was like, the first episode of Attack on Titan was kind of terrifying, honestly. And I'm, I'm a man that watches horror movies and doesn't flinch. Like, that, this is a fact. Like, you could ask Samantha, my girlfriend, if you know her. Anytime that there's a jump scare in movies, I'm dead to the world. I'm deadpan. Doesn't matter. The guy could be screaming right in my face. I don't flinch. This I, a cartoon scared me. I was like, this is kind of scary. I don't know if I want to watch it anymore. Yeah, I was home alone. It was kind of late. I, I, was, I was getting a little scared. And then I watched Pass, and I was like, my God, this is the greatest show I've ever watched in my life. I was like, I need to watch this whole thing. And um, I'm up to date with that. There's episodes coming out every Sunday. It's in the final season, and I'm so sad about it. Uh, I have watched a couple other animes since then. I finished Death Note, which was not worth the the watch, honestly. I, it was only 37 episodes long, and it literally took me six months to watch 37 episodes. Um, and that does include one day where I watched 15 episodes in one day. So it really took me six months to watch 22 episodes. Um, but it definitely wasn't worth the watch. It had a very anticlimactic ending, very predictable ending. Um, I watched Record of Ragnarok, which is only one season in. And that was pretty good. Um, it's an American adaptation of a Japanese manga. So this is Netflix's first attempt at an anime. And you could tell that they've put like millions upon millions of dollars into it because the graphics and the fight scenes are fucking incredible, but there's really not much story. Like the first episode, 10 minutes in, we were already battling. So I don't even know if I'm going to get this right. Uh, I have to think about it for a second, but essentially what like a Ragnarok is, let me see if I, if I remember what it is. Ah, uh, shit. I want to not look it up because <sighs> this is going to kill me. Oh, it's like the end of the, <sighs> it's like a, it's like an end game battle. 
like Ragnarok is like a record of an endgame battle. So it's like when men come to face against gods. That's I was trying to think of it in the terms of Thor Ragnarok. That's why it took me so long to think about it. So it was like a battle between men and gods. Um, and that's basically what this is. It's a like the first battle was or not the first battle. One of the battles was um, Thor versus Adam from Adam and Eve. And it's like an interesting adaptation because you're like, why would Adam stand a chance against the God of Thunder? And then you're like, oh, shit, like this was actually a great battle. I know that that wasn't the first battle. If you guys have ever watched the record of Ragnarok, but it's something along those lines. But it's a fantastic show. I'm really sad that I watched it when it came out because now I have to wait like two years for the next season to come out because it's so vivid. And it's and I'm probably going to have to watch the entire season over again um, just to like know what happened. But I've watched that. Uh, I have watched Demon Slayer. I am a cup. I am like I'm like ten episodes behind. I haven't really had a chance to watch the second season so far, but uh, started off a little bit slow when I started watching it, and the characters kind of annoyed me. And then it just has blossomed into something fantastic. I love it. It the fight scenes are incredible. The character arcs are fantastic. Uh, it, it's, it's a really great show and I'm glad that I'm started to watch it. Um, and then unfortunately when the second season is over, it's probably going to be done for another couple of years or at least 18 months because then they have to make the new season. So I'm going to have to look for another anime to watch. I'm thinking about either full metal alchemist, um, brotherhood or something like that or, uh, hunter hunter, but hunter hunter isn't finished and it's six seasons long. And there's no end in sight. Like the the writer of the manga has, has no intentions of like finishing it. So I don't know if I want to watch six seasons worth of a show and then it just not like end ever. Or it'll end 10 years from now and I'll have to watch the entire thing over. But be that as it may, um, yeah, anime is pretty cool. And uh, I will end on this note. I think I've said it before on the podcast. And if I haven't, you'll get a kick out of this. Uh, if you would have told my former self two two and a half years ago, if I had a YouTube channel and a podcast, I liked anime, and I played golf in my spare time, I would have shot that former self right in the face. Or that former self would have shot me right in the face. 100%. Because I hated all three of those things like three years ago. Just proves that you got to keep an open mind. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I know that I it was basically a whole bunch of gibberish for most of it, but uh, I feel like I just needed to talk to you guys and uh, and keep you guys updated on what's going on. and And I really appreciate everyone's support. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed this talk. Uh, let me know what you guys think. If you have my number, reach out to me. If not, uh, follow me on Instagram, PTV Sports Network. Um, my regular account is Peter Andrasani. If you want to follow me there, if, if you're my friend, um, PTV sports posts on Twitter, uh, PTV sports network on YouTube and then PTV sports podcast on all streaming platforms. I'm really the worst at that was one thing that Matthew was the best at the plug at the end of the episode was the best. Now I can't do it. I'm just like shot. I'm like an old man. I don't know how to do it anymore. Um, Yeah, so thank you guys so much for watching, uh, for listening, excuse me. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I'll catch you in the next one. Have a great day. Thank you.